Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell. Thank you guys for joining us today, uh, Sunday, May 28th. The month is almost over, but we are glad to be here nonetheless. Thank you guys for tuning in. Last week we were not here. We were in London for IMAX London 2017, and we are going to share our experience with you tonight. So before that, I'm going to turn it over to my sister, Denise, and we're going to give you some beauty news. Good evening, everyone, and again, welcome to the show, and welcome to the beauty news segment of tonight's show. Um, Very briefly, just wanted to share um, this little bit of information for those of you, of course, that live in the U.K., and more specifically that live in London. Um, There's a new hub for makeup junkies, and it's uh, Screen Face London. And we had the uh, opportunity to... um, participate in the launch of the store as far as just being a guest of their launch party um, at the new Screenface uh, store in East London. So Krylin-owned Screenface launches new store in East London. Makeup artists from all of the UK descended upon East London on May 18th for the launch of the new Screenface store. Located in Trendy Shortage, the new store promises to be a mecca to both professional makeup artists and enthusiastic amateurs. Owned and operated by the international makeup brand Krylin, the store offers a brand selection of makeup and accessories. As well as retailing Krylin and the original Screenface brands, the store stocks products from Ben Nye, Temp2, WM Creations, Fardell, and many more. For the launch, new lines have been added, including products from um, MUA, which is Makeup Academy, MUD, which is Makeup Designery, uh, Vincent Longo, High Definition, French company uh, Black Up Cosmetics and British based cosmetic brand Daniel Sandler. And um, I did purchase something from uh, the high definition brand, which I, I really like. Uh, the sleek new store boasts plenty of urban chic, urban chic with uh, slate gray tile walls and fixtures and fittings finished in uh, muted copper. The ample, uncluttered space is beautifully lit and dominated by a neon sign introducing the new Screen Face London logo. To the rear of the store is a roomy, custom-built workshop housing four spacious workstations available for intimate master classes or private hire. Um, 
Harlan professional makeup director Dominic Langer officially opened the store, um, offering some insight into the motivation behind the move. Uh, he says Screen Face came to life in the early 1980s in uh, Covent Garden, and when Carlin took over the company in 2013, they decided it would be the perfect opportunity to maintain this makeup haven for makeup artists. Along with praising his team, Langer took the opportunity to introduce the new Kryland UK and Screenface general manager, um, Marciana Carr, who began working for the company earlier this year and has been instrumental in overseeing the opening of the new store. Ever since we began working on Screenface, our main focus was to add a multi-brand store to complement Kryland's portfolio in this dynamic, competitive market. We have parted with some of the most exciting brands, both in makeup and special effects, and we will be adding more constantly, Carto, the crowd. Our aim is to be a hub for makeup professionals and for you all to actively join us on this journey. The new workshop is a space for you and us to work together, sharing talent and expertise. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the team at Krylon and the team at Screenface London, headed by Irene Christophus, our store manager, who have worked so hard to pull um, the whole screen face concept together. And so they go on to uh, give more um, thanks to um, some other people for uh, helping them um, pull together the launch and things like that. But it was a a really nice launch and such a beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful store. And they gave out uh, gift bags as you left the launch, which had um, a couple of different brands, um, inside the gift bag, so that was really nice. But I cannot uh, state enough how beautiful this space was. Very clean, um, very modern, and very well lit, which is important when you have, you know, when you have a makeup store where you're selling products and um, where you're also doing demonstrations and, and, and makeovers. It's very important to be very well lit, and the store was extremely well lit. And again, very clean lines, um, very modern, such a beautiful space um, in East London. What did you think about it? Yeah, I I totally agree. And uh, for those, you know, as we talk about what we did in London at IMAT, that particular event was on Thursday night. So this was before any IMAT activity at all. It was right. Thursday night. Yeah, it was Thursday night. A little rainy out, but a very nice crowd. Um Again, like you said, the store was really nice. It had a lot of space. Um, it was nice, clean, neat, and just a perfect place, you know, for any makeup artist or makeup enthusiast just to go and hang out there, I think. I loved I loved the full display of all the Krylon um all the Krylon products. Oh yes. Yes. Very nice, very very nice. And if I'm not, I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, they had quite a few windows in the store as well, so I can just imagine uh, during the daytime with all the natural light inside the store. But it, it was almost like it was on a street where it almost looked like an alleyway. Mm-hmm. So it just you know, it, it didn't sit like on a main uh, busy street, but it was kind of on a little side street. So, it was, but it was a side street, but the side street was off of what appeared to be um, kind of a busy happening street. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. And also, uh, speaking of the space, when you came in the door to the right was a nice size space where they just kind of had like a coat check. But because the mm-hmm. store is so new, I can imagine that when they're not using that space as a coat check, you know, for an event, that space is probably going to be something um, uh, worthwhile. You know what I mean? Like it may be just some space that they haven't built out yet. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And speaking of IMAT uh, London, I just wanted to say – you know, if you're a makeup artist out there and you do not have a pro card, if you do not have a pro card, please consider getting one because this can help you get discounts um, into the show, discounts from Makeup Artist Magazine as far as a subscription goes. Um, there are a couple of different levels uh, to the pro card. But if you do not have a pro card, you can go to makeupmag.com forward slash pro um, 
to uh, register for a card. They do have a new um, a new process for the pro card. It's still very similar to before, but there's a new process when you go online um, for the card. Um, so basically, um, you can go on and register. When you when you go into the website, you'll have an option to either log in if you already have an account, and if you don't, you can register for a new account. But they're asking that you will allow them four to six weeks to process um, your application. Sometimes, you know, they can actually get it. They can actually have it back to you in four weeks. It, you know, it, it can. The whole process can go a lot quicker than they're stating, but do allow them four to six weeks um, to process your application. But basically, in their new uh, ProCard application system, you go, when you hit the button to register, you go on to apply. You create your account. You complete the application, okay, and then they're asking that you be patient because they do actually review um, the application, so that's where the four to six weeks come in. And then once you have been approved, um, they will, they, you'll have access to a profile. And in this profile, you'll get any news, any makeup, um, art, makeup artist magazine related news or any news related to your pro card will be on your profile, um, any events that uh, they're offering for pro, uh, pro card holders will also show up in your profile. Um, you know, and other things specific to makeup artists, um, pro card holders. And then if you need to renew, then you, you still have to follow the process of going through and creating an account. If you received your pro card, your original pro card, before December 2016, you have to create a new account because I believe this is when their new system went into effect. So you have to create a new account, okay? Then you're going to go to your email inbox and confirm your email address, and then you will be redirected back to the page where you uh, filled out the new account. You're going to click the register button, okay? And then if your email matches the what, what you know what's create what's in their system, then they're going to ask you for your pro card number, and then you just take your pro card number from your pro card, and um, then you'll be linked to your profile if it matches your profile. If you do not have a um, if you do not have that card on you, then you can contact them at pro at makeupmag.com for assistance. Okay pro at makeupmag.com for assistance. But again, if, you, if your card number is found, they'll link you to your profile, and then you'll just click the renew button, and then that will allow you to renew um, your pro card without having to, um, you know, go through anything um, any crazier than that. Basically, it's just a simple, straightforward system. If you received your original card before December 16th, then you have to create a new account and then just follow the instructions on their website, which, again, is makeupmag.com forward slash pro. And let me just tell you all the different levels of the pro card, so depending on what level you are, because I know there are a lot of uh, new people out there. You have a student card, um, which is for current students at recognized makeup schools. Okay. Then you have the blue card, that's for makeup artists who have attended cosmetology or esthetician school and have obtained an esthetician or cosmetology license or are working professionally professionally as a bridal makeup artist. So again, the blue card is for people who've graduated from a cosmetology school or esthetician school and actually have licenses in those trades or a person who's working professionally as a bridal makeup artist. Then you qualify for the blue card. Then there's the standard card, which is a white card, and that's for media makeup artists. Anybody working in um, in media, whether it be editorial, um, things like that, video, film. Then there's the gold card. This card is exclusively for makeup professionals who are represented by a recognized agency or who are affiliated with a trade union or makeup effects shop or who work in the theater. That's the gold card. So those are the four levels listed on the website. But then I do know there's a platinum card um, that uh, select few people um, have that card, and that card um, is assigned to those people from uh, the Creative Makeup Artist Magazine. So that's not on the website. So you have, the again, the standard card, the blue card, and the, and the gold card. There's two standard cards, one standard card for – Media makeup artist, which is white a white card, and one 
I'm sorry, not two standard cards. I apologize. One student card, which is a red card. Then you have the blue card for estheticians, hairstylists with a license and bridal makeup people. Then the standard card for media makeup artists. And then the gold card, again, for those people represented by agencies or union or an effect shop or they work in the theater. All right. Um, And I mentioned that. So that card will definitely get you um, into makeup art, into the into the iMatch trade show for free or at a at a great discount. So just be sure to apply for that card so that you can receive any benefits from Makeup Artist Magazine and iMatch. All right, um, just a couple quick announcements. Um, from me, the Norcasco, Texas um, store wanted to make mention that they will be closed this weekend for the Memorial Day weekend. Um, but they also wanted everyone to know that if you are a pro MUA member, they have May monthly specials of Cryolin Aqua Colors. You save an additional 10% off off your already guaranteed 20% off discount. So they give a 20% discount at the store. You save an additional uh, 10% for a total of 30% off of the Cryolin Aqua Colors. Um, they also want people to know that if you want to book their studio for a makeup class or a seminar, you can contact them at 214-630-4048. Again, that's 214 630 4048 um, for more details. Their um, <clears throat> Aqua Colors by Temp 2 are being discounted as well to make room for their new HydroLock line, and they're going on sale. So make sure to stock up while supplies last. Um, summer is upon them, and it's time to you know it's time to make changes in the store. So you have to check in with them if you're in the Texas. If you're in the um, actually, where in Texas are they? I'm not really sure where in Texas where Costco is, but, oh, it's Dallas. So if you're in the Dallas, Texas area, make sure you check in with them or go to their website, www.norcostco.com, to find out about all of the uh, specials that they're having this month and the month coming, as well as the, uh, the new lines that they're making one for as well. They have a lot of, from what I understand, they have a lot of uh, summer summer deals. PBA, the Professional Beauty Association, wants to congratulate Sam Vila. Sam Vila was awarded the 2017 Lifetime Achievement Award um, at uh, Naha. On July 9th at the North, he will be awarded rather, on July 9th at the North American uh, Hairstyling Awards, the Professional Beauty Association will honor beauty industry veteran and innovator Sam Vila with the 2017 Lifetime Achievement Award. As a beauty industry trailblazer, Vila will be recognized for his incredible 40-year contribution to the industry. Wow, 40 years. Um, Naha is the night to celebrate the industry's leading talent. The awards will feature artistic presentations, special celebrity guests, and the hottest runway trends. Tickets start at $95 for PBA members. So you want to make sure you purchase your tickets today. Um, And to learn more about PBA or to join PBA, of course, you need to go visit them at professional or pro beauty, rather, pro beauty. Dot org. That's P-R-O-B-E-A-U-T-Y dot org. I always want to say professionalbeauty.org, but it's probeauty.org. Okay, and then I had something else. Um, here we go. Premier Orlando has extended their deadline, Okay. So if you want to compete at Premier Orlando June 4th through 5th um, of this year, of June, show um, – let me start that over because <laughs> I think I said the date wrong. If you want to compete at Premier Orlando June 4th through the 5th, 2017, um, please make sure you um, – contact them now. They have extended the deadline, but you need to contact them. Um, they want you to show them what you got and compete in hairstyling or for men, 
for grooming competitions. So there's hairstyling, men's grooming competitions. They have cash prizes of first, second, and third place winners. Um, for the hairstyling, it's hair braiding Coachella themed. From the basic three strand to the fancy fishtail braids are a never-ending opportunity of creativity. Stand out from the braided crowd and show us what you've got. Um, women's styling and finishing utilize current trends and your own artistic innovation and flair for inspiration, and you want, they want you to show them if you are a true expert in styling and finishing. Men's grooming, they have um, fantastic fades and designs and patterns. For the fades, whether it's a traditional pompadour or skin-tight undercut, use your Andis clipper and trimmer to show us your finest fade. And then for the designs and patterns, show off your creativity and attention to detail by using your Andis clipper and trimmer to produce your best design or pattern. So of quite naturally, the men's grooming is sponsored by Andis and Salon Centric and Clubman. Okay, so the deadline has been extended to June 2nd. So basically, that is like two days before the actual competition. So now the um, competition for Premier Orlando has been extended to June 2nd. Okay, and then the competitions will take place on June 4th and 5th. So make sure um, if you're interested, you get involved right away. Okay. So I wanted to say, I um, wanted to go back to what we're going to talk about tonight. We're talking about IMATS London. Um, and like my sister said, we we uh, we were, on that Thursday night, we attended uh, the opening of Screen Face. Again, very nice event, a very nice store. And they were actually at one of the vendors at IMATS as well. IMATS Pro Night was the next night, that Friday, and it was from 3 to 7. Very well attended, a very great time. And actually, I remember speaking to a couple of the vendors on that Sunday, and they were saying that they were worn completely out because Friday was such a huge crowd that you would have thought it was like one of the, one of the actual show days. Right. So um, they were really worn out because Friday and Saturday had worn them out completely. But, again, Friday was a huge crowd. So many pros came out on Friday. I really think that um, the pros now know the the advantage of taking, you know, taking advantage of the pro night. It's a great thing. You can go in and you can kind of, not have to deal with really long lines and that kind of thing. Um, so it was kind of it was really good to see the large crowd of pros there. The show has gotten a lot bigger. We went last year and it was a lot bigger this year than it was last year. So many um, more vendors were added to that main showroom floor that they had to move the open forum stage to upstairs. And the open forum stage was right next to the makeup museum this year. Um, it was so many more extra vendors there. the the makeup um, The makeup magazine booth was actually pushed to the back, which was different from last year. Last year was uh, very close, if I'm not mistaken, very close to the front. And this year they had their booth to the back. So um, that was very interesting to see. Um, but nonetheless, you know, still a great crowd, um, and they were still very visible. What did you think about Friday night? Oh, my God, Friday night was probably one one of the best days to me because of, um, you know, I, I just enjoyed seeing all of the all of the pros that showed, that showed up on Friday night. Like, you know, sometimes when you go to – uh, a pro event, you know, it, it really feels um, intimate because it is Friday night and, you know, you don't have, um, sometimes on, on the pro events, you don't have all of the vendors. All of the vendors aren't, you know, open for business, I guess to say, on sometimes on the on the pro night. 
a majority of them are, but you know, some of them aren't, and it's you know, it's it's just less people, so it feels a little more intimate. You don't have to worry about crowds. You can actually hear yourself, you know, speak, and you can actually get a chance to talk to the vendors, and the vendors aren't feeling like they're being pulled from, you know, from a conversation by someone who wants to buy something. But this year mm-hmm. was really great because, again, like you said. There were so many pro. There was, I mean, the crowd was large. It really was a large crowd for a pro night event, and it was really good to see. I don't mind the crowds, whether it be on the Saturday or Sunday, whether it's pros or non-pros. I don't mind the crowds. I think IMATS does a great job with um, with um, uh, controlling like the lines for yes. some of the trendy for some of the trendy brands. I think they mm-hmm. do a great job um, controlling, the, you know, controlling the lines and, and you know, and the way they, the way their their um, their the trade show area is set up, where if you do have lines, the lines kind of extend back into an area where there's nothing going on, where it's like right. a, a hall, you know what I'm saying, like a hallway area or something. So it it mm-hmm. works out where 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 it doesn't matter if you have thousands. Of you're not gonna um you don't have to worry about people being out in the aisle to, you know, to you know, to look at a certain vendor or things like that. But it, it was great. I love the vendors that are that are there. Um I'm always excited about IMAX London because it it makes me feel like I felt the very first time I went to an IMAX show. Um I mm-hmm. think you know, IMAX you know, when you first went to an IMAX show it was it was more um special effects and character driven, you know, with uh with some of the vendors that were there. I mean of course it had some beauty stuff, but of course not that much. But of course as the industry has changed altogether, the beauty industry altogether, not just film and T V, but as but even with film and T V changing and the beauty industry changing and you're seeing more beauty brands and even your even on film and T V your makeup artists are using more uh beauty brands and um, you know, so you, so of course you have an influx of, of, of beauty companies there, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's so different from anything you see in the States. It's just so, to me, it's just one of, it's my favorite show, I think. I think it's my right. favorite show. You know, it's just, Absolutely. it's perfect. The education is wonderful. Um, it's a great mix. I think it's a little bit of something for everybody at this show. One thing that I loved about I met London, I mean, of LA, when I first, when we first started attending, like, you know, probably almost, you know, 18, 19 years ago, I love the fact that, you know, they had, um, you know, of course, your special effects and your character makeups, and then they had your beauty makeup, and then there was body painting and face painting, and you had those brands there, like your mm-hmm. Silly Farm. Donair, and you had, um, um, you know, the Wolf Brothers, and you know, and, and of course, Mayron w- was big with with um, you know face and body painting and, and all their makeup, and you know, it was mm-hmm. good to have that at that show because it was a great mix of that and beauty and airbrushing and 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 you know prosthetics, and it was just everything, everything that I think you know, a makeup artist should know how to do. You know, all that was there. So this this IMAX in London kind of felt like that. I mean, although I didn't necessarily see, besides Mayron, I didn't necessarily see, like, specific face and body painting companies, but I felt like it was getting back more to that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you saw a lot of demos where there was a lot of airbrushing going on and, you know, face painting and, and you know, body painting going right. on. So. I just love to see all of that, and I just I just think it's very inspiring for an artist. You know, when you mm-hmm. get so used to doing one thing or working in a, in, in a certain area, you know, if you worked in um, editorial in most of your career, you know, it's nice to be able to see something else because maybe you mm-hmm. can incorporate that into what you do now. So it's like for us doing film and TV, it's nice to see other things that you can definitely incorporate you know, in a film, you don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna do, what's gonna be in the story or well, television. You know. And now that you said that, I mean that that's a great point because 
you know, how you how you said all these different things were going on when we first started going to IMAX LA, and now that you can see a lot of that in, in London. But you're right. As a makeup artist for film and television, you're going to be called on to do so many different things, not just the, not just beauty makeup, but you have your effects, your out-of-the-kit effects, um, you have prosthetics. You know, you may be called on to do some face painting or some body painting, Look at Face Off, the show Face Off, for example. All of the things that they do, you could very well be required to do on a film and television set. You know, that's why it's so important. Like when you see them when they have to, when they have to paint something, and they're either doing it by hand or airbrushing it. You have to know those skills. No one says that you have to be the best at it because, as you see in that competition, you had some that are better at airbrushing than others, some that's better than, you know, body painting than others, some that's better at this or that than others. Um, but that's the thing that I love about IMATS is that you get all of that in the show. And speaking about um, when you were talking about, you know, Mayron and, and, you know, and Jenny doing the body painting or the Wolf Brothers or, you know, Silly Farm, I really wish they would bring that back to IMAX LA. Um, and, you know, reason being, I just look at the industry where we are now, and I just feel like everything has gone to beauty, 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 beauty. And it's like when you look at some of the product brands, um, for instance, Mayron, you don't see, you'll see a little bit of, like, they did have a body uh, painting demonstration taking place. I think I posted it, or was going to, I'm going to post it um, on Instagram, you know, a body painting that took place at the Mayron booth. But when you look at the, what's at the booth, it's, you know, a lot of stuff is just focused on their beauty products. You look at companies like Ben Nye and uh, what's the other one, Graftobian, and, you know, everyone has their, you know, face paint colors and things like that up there, but everything is, everybody's pushing towards, you know, these foundations and these shimmer powders and things like that. And I just feel like that's kind of where the industry has gone. But, you know, that like you and I were talking earlier, that face painting thing is kind of a lost art. But, you know, it's still there. And I wish, you know, that we could see a lot more of that, um, like you said, in IMAX LA. But but definitely London was, was, uh, was showing us that. And speaking of IMAX, the show was produced by Makeup Artist Magazine. Um, the platinum sponsor was Royal Langnickel Brushes, and their gold sponsor was Krylon, and then silver sponsor, Kat Von D. Now, Kat Von D's booth was a lot like what you were talking about earlier, where they had, um, they had it so that the lines could form around the booth and you know, any traffic or, or main traffic would be in a direction where no one really was. So a part of the part of the, um, the Olympia Center where no one was and there was nothing over in that area. It was really, really neat. Um, you know, like like you were saying how, how the how the lines were going. It was really neat and I'm trying to think of some other maybe what is that, uh NYX. It's probably another one that was very similar to that. Um, trying to think of some other brands, you know, maybe uh, Makeup Forever and your and your Max, all they were situated in such a way that there was not a thing where people were coming all out into the aisles and and blocking anybody. So IMAX is really good when it comes to that. Like you said, controlling the crowds because there are crowds that surround certain brands that, you know, they go to those booths and they surround certain brands and they're in those lines. But that's the reason why I really love Pro Night because I really don't want to stand in those, you know, those kind of lines because they do exist. Um, but like I said, if Pro Night continues to grow like it has, you may find yourself, uh, you may, you know, you may find yourself in like a three-day IMAX situation, you know what I mean? Like where, the crowds are equal every night because, I mean, it was a really large crowd on Friday night and a really large crowd of pros, and I was so glad to see that because with so many trade shows going on now, sometimes I feel like pros are kind of disappearing from the show. So that was really right. good to see, really good to see. 
And you know, a lot a lot of times, um, you know, when you have these shows Saturday and Sunday, a lot of uh, pros, um, you know, some people may work on Saturday, depending if they're doing bridal and things like that. Um, or some people just may have shoots or something on Saturday, or you just never know what film or television project may be shooting on a Saturday. So a lot of times yeah. when, you, when you see that, some it doesn't mean that pros aren't interested in the show. It could just mean that, you know, they're working. And then sometimes, right. like, you know, Saturday and Sunday, because I just know, like, with us, when we're working during the week, you know, we could work anywhere from – 14 to 18 hours a day, five days a week. So when Saturday rolls around, sometimes you're, you know, you may not necessarily have the energy to to get up and go walk around a trade show floor. You know what I mean? Unless you really mm-hmm. needed something. But so so I can I can understand if if pros didn't show up, why? Because Saturday Saturdays is pretty much the only day you can take care of um, any type of you know personal business like banking and 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 things like that. So right. Pros who can't make it, I definitely understand that, but they sure did make it out on that Friday night, which was really great to see. Really great to see. Yeah, it really so I was. Can imagine, so I can imagine by Sunday that some of the vendors were probably exhausted because they had a Friday mm-hmm. night that they didn't expect, and then Saturday was just a whopper of a day. Like those crowds on Saturday, and you know, it's like I think we showed up about maybe. Um, I don't know, nine thirty, almost ten o'clock, and that showroom floor was packed, and the show opened up at nine. Right. It was it crazy. really was. <laughs> it really was packed, and again, it was just good. It was just good to see, you know, people really coming out <clears throat> for the education, and for the uh, coming out for the education and for the, um, you know, for for the. For the vendors. Yeah. I mean, you have mm-hmm. people all from all over the world. You had people coming in from Nigeria, people, um, you know, of course, right there in London. You had people flying in from Dubai. Um, huge show. And it was it was great to see the good mix of people from uh-huh. everywhere, you know, coming for this show. And people in, people right. in, people in London and, and other areas in Europe, they really, um, and in Africa, they really um, look at this show as a professional show. And I'm not just saying, you know, a show for pros only. I'm not saying that. But they look at this show as a professional show. Like if if you're the real deal and, you, and if you're the truth when it comes to makeup and, you know, and you consider yourself a pro – that's the show that you're supposed to go to, and that's how they look. And I'm just, I'm just kind of um, paraphrasing based on different conversations I've had with with people from other areas who, you know, who've talked about, um, you know, the, this IMAX London show, and and that's that's how they look at it. It is the show to go to. Mhm. So true. I'm going to share some of the vendors that were there. Let's talk about some of the vendors. Um, well, you have Royal Lane Nickel Brushes. Let's talk about these fabulous Omnia brushes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Where do we start? Um so ba- so basically they have uh two collections in this Omnia brush collection. They have a rose gold collection um that are synthetic fiber uh, synthetic hairs and then uh, they have a uh gold collection which are uh, uh more natural hairs. Um both sets I think this I think the gold collection is about uh maybe 20 brushes. Something mm-hmm. like that, and I think, and then Omnia, and then the uh, Rose Gold Omnia, I believe they may have 26, 26 brushes, something like that, in the collection. So you get mm-hmm. a lot of brushes in the collection, and I mean, they are the truth. <laughs> These yes. brushes are not only beautiful, but they actually do what the brush is supposed to do. Um, one thing I, I hate is I get tired of buying a brush 
that when you, you know, you put the eye, you know, you dip it in, tap it in the eyeshadow and, um, you know, product is flying off of the brush when you try to use it. I, I, I like a brush that's going to hold the product on and then deposit the product when you need to deposit the product. No right. sooner. You know what I'm saying? When you, you when you touch the eye or the wherever with the product, it's gonna it's gonna place the makeup where you put it, and you know, and you're not having tons and tons of makeup um, in your brush. Um, right. I I just I just really love this collection. I really love I, I really love the the whole the whole Royal Langnickel line. I think they have um, great collections of. Um, of makeup brushes, uh, but this Omnia collection is just absolutely gorgeous. If you really want a great set of brushes um, in your kit, in your brush roll, in your brush vessel, I'm telling you, um, this Omnia collection is the is the collection. It really is. They are well, absolutely gorgeous. Well. You know when we when we did our class at IMAX, and I'll talk we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, you you use those brushes, but you know you were the one that was doing the actual demo. So I didn't really get a chance to like use them use them until the other day when we had a camera test for the new show that we're working on. When I tell you, <laughs> those brushes are so amazing. As I was using them, I kept, I just kept looking at it like, oh my God, this is really nice. And then they also have, um, what do they call it? They also have for the for the um, oh metallic. They call them metallic motor brushes. So the the motor brushes, you know, you have the the pink, the purple, and the blue handle motor brushes. Now they have silver and gold metallic handles for yeah. the motor brushes. I love them as well. And those brushes yeah, that's are very the reasonable. Collection. Here in the U.S., they sell them at um, they sell them at Walmart. Um, I haven't seen the metallic ones that yet in there yet. They're very very new, very new. It's probably, um, probably been sold out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I just love their their new line. It's um, a gorgeous set of brushes. The handles are a little longer than you know than normal. But mm-hmm. you can you can use them with no problems. You know they're a long handle, but yeah. not really extremely long. Um, some of the other now, you know in, in, in the um, in the Omnia collection, now you have like in there in those collections, you have brushes that range from you know like seven ninety nine up to like thirty two ninety nine. So it's a it, it just depends on, on the brush that you're getting and it depends on whether or not you're buying from the, the synthetic collection or the, the natural hair collection. But again they're they're gorgeous brushes. The gorgeous brushes. Rose gold or you have the gold. Again the gold is the more natural hairs and rose gold are synthetic hairs. But they have a brush for everything in these two collections. My suggestion would be if you if you really want a, a good set of brushes that will last you a long time, my suggestion would be to buy both collections. I mean, buy right. both uh, you know the rose gold and and the um, and the gold. And I think that is more than enough brushes for any and everything. You're talking highlighting, contouring um, for eyes, eye uh, for lining your eyes. Uh, for brushing your brows, combing your lashes, defining your brows. They have some of the smallest brow definers I've ever seen, but they're perfect. It's just perfect for designing, like the really someone with really skinny um, eyebrows. It's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. They, even have, they even have a, a brow brush that's a little wider and a little, and the bristles are a little thicker that, um, that's perfect for people who have really full brows. It's mm-hmm. perfect. I mean, I really Absolutely. suggest people to go out and check them out, and they're at royalbrush.com. But they're um, absolutely gorgeous. Well, speaking of some of the vendors that were there, um, you know, we see we saw our friend Danny 
Danny Green over at Z Palette. Zena wasn't there, so he was fill- he, Danny was filling in for Zena. Um, but they have some great new uh, palette designs um, that's coming out and that they were selling at the show. So you guys might want to go to their website and check that out. Um, <clears throat> it was great to see Danny and their their new sales guy, meet their new sales guy. Um, they did very well. They pretty much, um, by the time the show was over, they were just down to one table, and it wasn't much left on that table. So um, just to go show, you know, just to show you how um, how crowded it was and how people were actually there just buying stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We had we had the pleasure of meeting Dana Nye on the elevator of our hotel. And Dana is the son of Ben Nye. Um, so we were over at the Ben Nye booth. Um, I think it may have been the last day, actually, that Sunday, just checking out some of the yeah. products and seeing what they had for pros. And Dana did a cute little video with us, um, with him, us asking what was new. And he <laughs> telling us, I asked him, what's new over here? And he was like, wait a minute, let's get a video. So that was pretty cool. Um, Dana's a really nice guy. So Ben and I had some great products for, for everyone to try out. And then um, we got a chance to meet Eric from Graftobian. And I've always loved Graftobian uh, Foundations, and I shared with him that Suzanne Patterson is the person who kind of introduced me to Graftobian, and um, I was in love with their products ever since. So Eric and his staff are really nice, and uh, they had a lot of uh, – a lot of nice things going on over there, and I picked up their catalog and gonna get a couple of their. I think it's I think they're like five or six pan palettes, foundation palettes. I always loved love those, and I'm gonna pick up a couple of those. Um, trying to just think of some of the exhibitors that stood out to me. Um, again, like I said, Kat Von D was there. We had we got a pretty nice little gift bag from Kat Von D. They have some great um, great things going on over there with that brand. So it's kind of see, kind of great to see um, Kat Von D Beauty, you know, at a lot of the different shows um, that's going on around the country here in the U.S. Um, Mac was there, of course, and Makeup Makeup Forever was there, of course, as always. Um, who else was there that stands out to me? You know, Inglot was there, and it, it's it's funny how. I remember the day when Inglot was the brand that had the lines, oh, my God, wrapped and wrapped and wrapped around. So it's funny to see how it's like every brand has its turn, you know, so to speak. And now um, Inglot still gets a nice crowd, but, you know, now you have the Kat Von D's with the line, um, lines wrapped around their booth. Um our class, let's talk about that really quickly before we go off, but our class was wonderful. Uh, makeup for men and women of color. It was very well attended. Um, they kind of came out the gate with questions. <laughs> uh, not long after we did our introduction and got started, the questions were coming like left and right. And they're all good all questions, all great questions, Um you know, the crowd, mainly women, but I did see a few guys mixed in there. And um, people really, really just wanted to learn more about the topic. And so that was good to see um, see the people there and hear the questions that they asked. Um, and it, it's also um, good to see when you when you're, go different places around the world, it's good to see um, the types of people. When we, when we speak of uh, women of color, most people may think of black women, but we know that black women aren't the only women of color that's out there. You know, but there was, a, there was one young lady who asked a lot of questions about Indian skin tones. And so when it comes to London, they have a, um, a large population, believe it or not, of Indian people. So, you know, it was kind of good to have those questions, you know, coming at us and, um, we had the, a wonderful model in Ruth. Uh, she's a great model, a great young lady. And it, it all just went really, really well. I was really excited about it, how things turned out. I was well pleased. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But you're you're right, and that's what I found to be um, interesting at, uh, at the class because there were, I mean, it, you, it was, like you said, it was very well attended. I'm not even sure if I saw any empty seats. It was so many people. But um, it, there were mostly non-black uh, women in that audience. Um, there were a few black women in the audience I'm not sure where they were from, but there were mostly a lot of women who weren't who weren't black women in that audience who were interested in what we were talking about. And so that's good to see because sometimes as makeup artists, you kind of tend to, um, you know, do one type of person, um, one particular skin tone. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to see that there are people out there who really want to learn and who and who and who realizes that um you know diversity is a thing now you know what i mean like you're going to start seeing more you well not going to start seeing you're already seeing more women of color on television more women of color in film and 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 it's not you know classified as a black movie or a white movie it's just a movie and you've got all types of people um, on these movies and on these shows and on the covers of magazines and, and things like that, you know, on the cover of um, magazines where you would just normally see European white women, you know what I mean? So you're going to start right. seeing, you, you're starting to see more women of color on some of these same magazines. So as artists, we have to know how to do everybody. And so I think this topic is such um, an important topic and it, it was such a great topic to cover and to, and to see the enthusiasm of, of the people that were there at the class who, who, like you said, straight out of the gate. I mean, we barely finished the introductions of who we were and, and all that. And it, it was just as if they were saying, yeah, 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 come on, go, come on with it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, we know who you are now. Just get on with the, with the class. Let's, let, me, you know, let me start asking you a question now. So it was at one point in time I wanted to turn around and say, "Do you all really want to see a demo?" You know, because there were so many questions, and people had so many, um, you know, experiences um, as mm-hmm. makeup artists. You know, black, white, what, what have you? They've had so many experiences as makeup artists and wanting to know certain things about you know certain products and and you know and the thing that I loved about it was. They weren't brand focused. They right. were just all about the color, like the color, right. and then that was and that was something that, that was one of our fears. One of our things was when preparing for this class, we wanted to make sure because this was a class for women and men of color that we wanted to focus on color and and talking about what what colors are best for people of color depending on the range of their skin tone you know so we wanted to focus on color itself and not particular brands like oh no this thing from amazing this concealer from amazing cosmetics and such and such no we didn't want to do that because everybody right. may not have access to amazing cosmetics or even know what amazing cosmetics is everyone may not have access to ben nye or whatever else but the thing is what's important is knowing the particular color to use for uh, particular skin skin tones in certain situations. And that's what I loved about that crowd because that's what they were asking. They didn't want to, they didn't bother with any particular name brand. It was all about the color. What color do you use for this? Or do you use this color for that? How do you conceal imperfections? How do you, you know, how do you cover brown spots? You know, how do you cover, so it's things like that, which, which I loved. And, And that was my thing. I wanted people to ask questions you know, at any point in time in the class, I didn't want it to save it to the end to have a Q&A and I didn't want to stand there and, and go through a demo and have them watch me do makeup because it wasn't about that. They're all, they're makeup artists. And so they right. know how to do makeup. The thing was, as we go along, I'm sharing tips and tricks about how to do this makeup, how to, you know, how to accomplish this on a, on a darker woman of color you know, for people who've never experienced that or done it on their own. But they came out with a bunch of great, great questions. So it made for a really great class. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. And um, 
you know, it, again, like you said, it was really great to see. And I'm just looking forward to doing it again. And they also, just quickly before we run out of time, um, you know, we ha- they had the, the beauty fantasy competition and they had the, um, as well. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and to be honest with you, it went so fast. When I heard the announcement, I was up, st- up, at, up on the second level and I had to come down and run down to the opposite side, you know, of the Olympia Center to get to the IMAT stage. And by the time I got over there, they were already, you know, um, bringing out the models and that kind of thing. So I really don't remember where the winner is from, but it was funny how they were, when they all lined up across the stage with their models, the person that was in third place was the third person in line. And the person Mm. that was the runner-up or in second place was the second person in line. And then the winner was the very first person in line. Um, That is something specific that I do remember, but, again, I don't remember where they're from because, like I said, by the time I got downstairs and ran across to the other side, they had already, you know, were already coming out. And so right. I, I missed like I missed names and countries. And then when they left the stage, typically you'll see them kind of standing around more where you could grab photos. And so mm-hmm. so Michael Key left the stage and a lot of them followed right behind him and then they went down the hall through a door and some of them still kind of stayed out. So the winner uh, was actually following, they were following right behind Michael Key, so I didn't get a chance to normally, like I always do, get every single mm-hmm. pictures of every single one and the winners and all that. So, you know, I'll post what I do have. I may not be able to get it all, but I'll post what I do have. And then I didn't even get to see the winners announced for the character competition this year. So that's kind of the downside of um, this year's IMAX is I really didn't get a chance to get more involved in the competition the way I normally do. And this, like I said, this year, they seem like they just kind of rushed off the stage and went, you know, down a hall and through a door or something. So, like I said, I'll post pictures for what I do have for that. But um, nonetheless, it was some great, a great display of of work from those artists from all over the world, um, as always, as it always is. And I really admire those people who – create their designs, create their looks, spend the time, I'm pretty sure, rehearsing it, and then you get to IMAX and you spend all day creating it for that for that quick, you know, it's almost like a quick five minutes of fame where your model gets to walk across the stage and then they announce your names and then, you know, you stand there to see if you want anything or not. But it was great. If you're a subscriber to Makeup Artist Magazine, you will see pictures of the winners, you know, in an upcoming episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, issue, rather, not episode. Uh, yeah, and just follow, so, and just, and just continue to follow um, MakeupMag.com um, because they will have, um, you know, they'll have, um, they'll post pictures and stuff online as well. And um, and then even probably the IMATS um not, yeah, the IMATS page, they'll probably also post um, photos from IMATS London as well and show you. You'll see all those winners, but definitely in a future episode, a future issue of a makeup artist magazine. Yeah. So that's it for tonight's uh, recap of IMATS London 2017. So, um, <clears throat> again, I'm sure we'll have future IMATS uh, <laughs> shows to talk about in the near future, but that was London. We had a wonderful time, um, wonderful time in London and a wonderful time um, at the show. And uh, it was good, and I'm looking forward to doing it again in London and in some future city somewhere. So just stay tuned for more <laughs> of that. Um, and so next, but next week, also, say that you again. Tell them who we're having. Do you want to tell them who we're having for is next week? Are we in? We're into June next week. 
Uh, yeah, today's the twenty eighth. Okay, so I, I'm I'm so <laughs> I'm so lost as to what where we are in the month. But next Sunday, the first Sunday in June, we have Rocky Cosetti, and Rocky was also at IMAX. I really enjoyed um, his his presentation on stage, and he'll be our guest next Sunday night to uh, talk about what he did at IMAX and just we kind of catching up with Rocky and see what he has new with his line and things like that. So make sure you join us next Sunday at 9 p.m. from Eastern Standard Time. And you can tell them really quickly where to follow us. Yeah, and be sure to follow Beauty Talk on Twitter. We're uh, beauty underscore talk. And then on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And on Facebook, we're Beauty Talk Online Radio, so you can follow um, you can follow the show there for all the uh, latest news and postings and updates. And then you can follow us individually on our social media pages on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, just by simply following our names. And uh, Denise Tunnell, so I'm at Denise Tunnell, D E N I S E T U N N E L L. And at Janice Tunnell, it's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. If you have any questions, if you have any questions related to this show or related to our social medias or anything of the such, you can email us at askdeniseandjanice at gmail. That's ask, A-S-K-D-E-N-I-S-E, a N D J A N I C E at Gmail dot com. All right, and with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. Um, have a great holiday tomorrow, uh, and also have a safe holiday tomorrow. And have a beautiful. If you're in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.